Welcome everyone to the semi-finals of the knockout. I do appreciate everyone here who's making the live show, considering we're going directly up against Kamigori. So what can I say? I had bad timing, very bad timing. So luckily we have my guests were able to make it, no problem and all that. And hopefully we got some good voting or good voting in the future. So please welcome the contestants for the semi-finales. We got Southern Comic Geek with Michelangelo. Awesome, awesome. And the Comic Collector with Valiant Bloodshot. So very, very interesting to have you guys both here. So especially since um, when I designed season two, Southern here wanted to argue for Bloodshot. So he just missed out on the opportunity. So he's going up against his uh, his guy, so. Yeah, and Schwab for Comics is commenting on that in the, in the chat already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you say he has an edge then since he knows his team. So who knows? We'll have to see. Yeah. So as usual, the rules are you know, rules are you get one official challenge. You know, it depends on how things go and all that. You know, if you want to challenge some things, up to you. I'm just mostly the fluctuator as usual i'm here to help things go along and all that ask questions of both sides and of course the chat's free to do the same as well um any questions or concerns you guys have before we get started no i'm good okay southern yeah nope nope i'm all good all right so we've agreed uh comic collector here is going first with his opening statement so take it away with valiant all right so this is mainly going to be an opener for people that haven't been following um, my matches so far with Bloodshot. I'm very familiar with Bloodshot because I, I feel like those are the only two scenarios in which you would think Michelangelo would even have a chance against Bloodshot. Um, so Bloodshot, he is, well, was a highly trained soldier who was KIA, and he was brought back by Project Rising Sun, who then basically created uh, another Valiance Wolverine, essentially. Uh, they created a super soldier, except instead of adamantium, uh, they gave him millions of nanites that basically make up Bloodshot's body. Those nanites grant him access to superhuman strength, superhuman speed, ability, and they allow him to heal. Uh, granted, of course, he has enough protein to do so. Um, now, when it comes to this matchup, I, I feel like on the surface, Michelangelo is very similar to Bloodshot in that they're both highly trained fighters with incredible abilities that are definitely exceeding what are normally human capable. However, I feel like where they differ is Michelangelo is still just a turtle. Outside of his fighting abilities, outside of what that has granted him and obviously what his mutated sense uh, self has, has granted him, he can be hurt, he can be killed. It, it's it's not, you know, it's, it's not as cut and dry as, you know, Bloodshot's not cut and dry, whereas Michelangelo it is. He dies, he dies. Bloodshot, he can come back. Whatever Michelangelo has to throw at him, it, it, even if it was all four turtles, it, it wouldn't be enough to even truly hold Bloodshot at bay. Because even if Michelangelo gets something done to Bloodshot, Bloodshot's just going to come back. And that's even discounting the fact that Bloodshot is highly trained. And he has abilities that exceed that of which would be capable by Michelangelo as a turtle. Even 
and less running for them. So I feel like it's, it's just not even close to being a competition. I mean, you're looking at basically Valiant's Captain America Wolverine rolled into one versus a mutated turtle that can, that can granted hold its own in a fight, but going against someone like Bloodshot, it's just, there's no chance. Very, very interesting. All right, Southern, take it away with Michelangelo. So the thing with, <clears throat> and you said this is the opening statement, correct? Yes. Okay, so just to kind of clarify things, there's been very, there's been several different iterations of Bloodshot um, over the course of years. So you have the VH1, you have the Acclaim uh, version of Bloodshot, you have VH2, uh, which is kind of where they're at right now. I'd argue that they're doing VH3 on some of the characters, but I digress. The point being is that Bloodshot's uh, power set has somewhat shifted uh, over the course of years, which we'll talk about uh, a little bit later. But the main thing that I wanted to point out that by and large, Bloodshot is a loner. And so don't discount the help uh, if he's stepping into the ring, so to speak, with an enemy, don't discount the help that his brothers, who are duly trained ninjas and skillful both in technology and other sorts of things, uh, would give him in order to try to give him that edge up against Bloodshot. Awesome, awesome. So just to clarify your opening statement, are you saying that Michelangelo would have his brothers helping him in this fight? Well, so I wasn't saying that it wouldn't be like four against one. I was saying that, okay, in preparation for the fight, said fight, oh, okay. whereas Michelangelo would not necessarily be a technologically savvy type guy, uh, he would certainly go to his brother's for some help. Oh, okay. That, that makes that makes sense. I just wanted to clarify. I just understood. Yeah, it would make sense. He's, he's around Donatello and all that. All right. Yeah. So take it away, guys. Who has Who has the best, like I said, offensive? capabilities here and defensive capabilities and whatnot. So yeah, just go ahead and get the ball rolling here. And Yeah. So um, th this came up with uh, Batman Beyond as well in terms of bringing outside help. And I'd like to assume that you haven't been reading Bloodshot's latest run or either that or you assume I haven't been um, because I'm going off of Bloodshot's latest run and the powers that that latest run has brought in his favor. And I'm, mm. I'm assuming you're familiar with Eidolon and what Eidolon brings to the table in terms of Bloodshot's powers and mm. what he can do with her at his side, mm -hmm. as well as the burn and mm -hmm. what they can do for him. So I, I would argue that I wouldn't discount Eidolon coming to Bloodshot's aid and given her power when it comes to Tecromancy and what she can do, she can basically allow for Bloodshot to multiply times as many as she would be able to basically think up and hold. So instead of fighting just one Bloodshot, Michelangelo or all four, plus if you want to throw Splinter in, can be fighting 10, 20 different bloodshots. Not just clones, not just body doubles, fully independent thinking clones, carbon copies of bloodshot. Right, but she has to be pro in proximity for him to be able to do that, correct? It's not like she could be halfway around the world or something. True, but I also wouldn't discount the fact that Eidolon has been able to whoop bloodshot, and bloodshot is also very highly trained. So I think if we're bringing that into the fact, into the mix, I feel like Bloodshot on his own could definitely probably hold off the four turtles. So imagine throwing in someone who's even more skilled, someone who is trained just like the turtles from birth by people with a sole purpose. 
So not only could she hold her own, but she would be able to allow that. And add into the mix the fact that the burn have allowed Bloodshot to become invisible if need be. And if things become too much for him, he can escape into a pocket dimension and snap of his fingers. So I, I feel like if we're yeah. bringing by help, well, I feel like it's a poor decision on Michelangelo's part to bring in the brothers or on your part for the argument to bring in outside forces when if we're bringing that into the mix, the turtles can quickly be fighting 10 bloodshots and two robo dinosaurs and well, have, having having somebody give you tips or thoughts towards a fight and having them actually engaged in the fight with you which would be the case of those would be two different things and, and then additionally the thing with um uh the timeline so um you're going off of tim seeley's current run of bloodshot um, so which has given him a totally different power structure than what he has traditionally had since the early nineties when he was introduced by Don Perlin and, and the, uh, crew. Though, you know, if, if we are going on different timelines, we can fast forward to the last Ronin and use Michelangelo in that time sense where he's not only gained the additional, uh, fighting prowessness about outlasting his brother. Uh, so, uh, you know, it, I think that it, I think that this is a one-on-one -on -one contest that, you know, yeah, we can give tips, uh, but we're in the present tense. So, you know, I think that it's fair to go with the Tim Seeley stuff, even though it's really not fleshed out uh, as of yet, but we're not going to get into Valiant proper. <laughs> I've got plenty of opinions about them, but uh, as far as um, uh, the skill set, you know, we're, we're talking about, uh, you know, them going one-on-one. -on -one. And additionally, to uh, cl clarify, I guess for Matt um, would be that uh, when Bl and Bloodshot is, you know, able to go hand to hand combat, obviously his nanites allow him uh, that leg up from somebody who's never engaged in, say, a ninja type thing. Um, but are we going full guns a blazing, um, or are we talking about hand to hand combat? You know, this is a street brawl or, you know, winner take all. I mean, I guess I'm asking for some clarity here. It's really whatever. It's really all the above in a sense. This is a matchup between the two contestants. You know, if, if, the, <coughs> excuse me, if the fight's going to end with one of them trying to take out the other or just the other one or the other one trying to subdue the other person, it all depends on, I guess, it, the only real thing I hold to is it boils down to the core of the character you know you're not going to have you're not going to have captain america you know all suddenly turning into a mass murderer all of a sudden you know he's you not going to say hill hydra and take over the united states or anything right yeah as long as it goes with the character that is so if if bloodshot is going to kill if bloodshot's going to kill and michelangelo is not then you might have to subdue you know you might have to work a little harder to win you know, but if you do last Ronin or whatever, is he whatever, you know, just feel free to do whatever you do. It's whatever you want to do to try and get votes, I guess. And as long as, you know, the other person doesn't challenge, you know, because like I said, you guys still have each have that one official challenge to where you get to uh, get my opinion on something. So, yeah, I, I like wouldn't I say that it's going to be like an all out gunfight, you know, because, again, it would be a gunfight bloodshot would wipe the floor with Michelangelo. Um, so I, I feel like it's it's not fair to go all out. I also feel like it depends on when you catch Bloodshot. 
whether you catch Bloodshot when it comes to um, him having been taken over again by Project Rising Spirit, the Burn, mm-hmm. or whatever other uh, entity uh, in Valiance, practically Illuminati decides to uh, have a vendetta against somebody and they want somebody to take him out. So I, I feel like it, it depends, you know, just like every fight with Bloodshot, it's how does Bloodshot come into contact with these people? Are these people seeking out him? Is Bloodshot um, being taken over again to seek them out? Uh, I feel like it definitely does require that sort of, because that all determines what type of Bloodshot you're going to run into. Are you going to run into the Bloodshot that's going to shoot first, ask questions later, or never? Or are you going to run into the Bloodshot that's going to want to figure out what your purpose is, what your end goal is before putting a bullet in your brain. So I feel like, because again, if you do go all out now, bloodshot, willing to kill, it's Michelangelo wouldn't even stand a chance. Um, so I feel like for Michelangelo's sake, it wouldn't be fair to go full out bloodshot, um, ready to kill first sight, because it wouldn't be a fight, it would be a massacre. Well. I want to throw in something. I see this fight happening in the city because Michelangelo obviously being in the city and all that. So I see this happening inside a city, not anywhere else. So how would you, as Bloodshot, turn Michelangelo's home field advantage against him in a sense? Because I see him able to use New York or wherever exactly the home base is against you know, to great advantage, you know, just disappearing down a sooner sewer and then popping up, you know, behind him without being able to know where he is. You know, I see, you know, if it's home field advantage, you can really use it to your advantage. So how is Bloodshot going to come out ahead in that? So, uh, again, like I mentioned, I, I think it's it's most fair to take each of these characters, what we've seen at their peak. Um, in terms of power-wise, Bloodshot's seen his peak, in my opinion, at least. <laughs> Um, in the most recent run, and he's seen a lot of overpowered abilities coming his way, um, whether they be nerfed in an issue or not, he's seen a lot of incredible powers be thrown his way via Tim Seeley. Um, and one of those, again, being being able to be invisible. Um, and if, you know, Michelangelo wants to be the last run, obviously he's not going to have the help of his brothers. Um, but if he isn't last run, and uh, he might have the help of his last brothers, possibly talking in his ear or what have you, depending on the situation. Um, and I feel like it's only fair at that point to have Wiggins and Bloodshot's ear to uh, help give him, because of course Wiggins is going to know Bloodshot and his physiology best and how uh, to help Bloodshot maybe direct himself through the city if it's somewhere unfamiliar to him or whatever organization, again, may be behind his controlling, uh, leading him through whatever uh, terrain it is that he meets Michelangelo in, be it the city. Uh, be it, you know, whatever the situation may be. Um, I feel like Bloodshot himself, again, he was a soldier. So he's able, if he wasn't, you know, controlled, didn't have any help, he would be able to make his way and figure things out. Obviously, if it's on Michelangelo's home turf, there's going to be a disadvantage. There's no way around that. And it's going to heavily rely on the fact that Bloodshot does have that superhuman instinct, reflexes, speed, agility, and trying to rely on that along with his prowess as a soldier to be able to combat um, Michelangelo and take in, take it in as a soldier with a combat situation and taking precautions that way, um, possibly setting traps, you know, depending on, on what it may be. Um, and again, it's going to depend heavily on how they interact, how they meet, uh, if they meet and Michelangelo is going after bloodshot on Michelangelo's, Michelangelo's turf. So there's a lot of factors into that, but 
I feel like depending on the level of help Bloodshot's going into, um, at the very least, he can fall in his prowess as a soldier and his experience when it comes to um, battlefield uh, experience and trying to lay out the land and play it safe, play it cautious if need be, and don't make dumb decisions and use his superhuman abilities to the best of his advantage. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would say that, uh, you know, a chance meeting of uh, these two would involve Bloodshot using less than above board tactics to take down an enemy, more like Punisher-esque, like, you know, hey, this guy's not an innocent, you know, I'm going to take him down. So that would lead the turtles to, and in this particular case, Michelangelo, to say, hey, something's got to go down, this guy's got to be stopped. Um you know, the ends don't justify the means type deal because uh, that's not their MO. So, um, you know, obviously knowing or having seen him in action, knowing some of what he would be capable of, uh, you talked about leading uh, him into a uh, better situation for the turtles. You know, they would go down to the sewers, right? And mm -hmm. the, I think the best way to do it would be for him to trap said bloodshot in some kind of um, compartment, right? That lures him in, drops the door behind him, and not able to get out. Now, obviously, bloodshot can beat against the door until he's got a bloody nub, and as long as he's got the protein, be able to grow it back. But <clears throat> that only goes so far if he doesn't have the meat where he gets his protein from to be able to grow his stuff back. So. Uh, he can shoot up metal doors all day long, but if the metal doors are too thick, you know, eventually that runs out, right? So uh, I think that that would be the way that uh, that they would attempt to do it. Probably telling some jokes along the way because this is Mikey. Uh, Bloodshot occasionally has a uh, conscience of sorts, so he's not a – I mean, he's like the Punisher right? largely, right, with Wolverine's healing factor. And so when he, you know, he's going after this guy who's lured him down here, he knows he's got his senses, he, his uh, guard is up, uh, but this is not his home turf, his home terrain. It's not near computers, which where the Nanites would be more likely to be able to help him out. So they lure him into the room, they trap him. Uh, obviously, if he was just a full cold-blooded killer, he would just shoot first, ask questions later type deal, but that's not normally his MO for someone who he might be familiar with is typically a hero. Um, and just like with Punisher, you know, he, when Captain America started hitting him, he wouldn't hit uh, Captain America back because he knew, hey, not you. You're, you're a guy that's above me. So uh, that, I think that that would be the, the path that he would take, would be a path of uh, trickery, so to speak, but be a path where he doesn't take him full on. Because uh, full on board, uh, Michelangelo is not going to be a match for Bloodshot based on uh, his uh, power set, right? Yeah, yeah I, I, would, I would agree with that. Um, I, I would say my two biggest arguments for that would be, one, Bloodshot probably would be the shoot first, ask questions later type in this situation because Michelangelo wouldn't be dumb enough to go out of his way to try to kill, take down, do whatever to Bloodshot by himself. There would be some reason that they would be going after each other. And I feel like Michelangelo wouldn't be the one that would go out and try to take Bloodshot down. The Turtles really are not known for going out of their way to take down threats outside of those that 
directly threaten them and their existence. Um, and I, I feel like Bloodshot, he's not a world-ending threat. He's not a threat that would be big enough for the Turtles to really even have him on their radar. So I feel like it would be more of a case of the Turtles would be on Bloodshot's radar. And I feel like when that happens, just like with Punisher, you're dead before you know it. And I would also argue that, sure, you can say that they would trap Bloodshot in the, in the sewers. And, yeah, sometimes it goes back and forth on how his uh, field tactics go in terms of being a soldier, being able to hold back, look at his surroundings and survey it, and just being brash, headstrong, and just run right into it because he's reckless, because he knows he has his abilities backing him. So I feel like it's possible, definitely, that they could trap him, especially in an unfamiliar scenario. I could also easily argue that he would maybe take the more... Uh, cautious route when it comes to it given he's in an unfamiliar surroundings he'd be as you mentioned farther away from tech that would help him um he would go about it more cautious but let's say they do manage to trap him i would argue that trapping him is not defeating him i would say that that is annoying him um and you wouldn't be able to call that a victory because at some point michelangelo would have to go and get him um and and i just i don't see any situation plausibly where Michelangelo would actually defeat Bloodshot in some way, shape, or form. And specifically in this encounter, because I don't think we would see that more reasonable Bloodshot. Because as I mentioned, Bloodshot would more than likely be the aggressor in the situation. And like I said, just like with Punisher, you don't even see Bloodshot before you're, you have a bullet in your head in that situation. So... Again, I think it heavily depends on the scenario, the situation, and everything. But I feel like the most likely uh, scenario that this would take place in, it, it, it would not end well for the for Michelangelo, and he probably wouldn't end up walking away from it. So, so who wins the fight if they kill each other? I don't think Michelangelo could kill Bloodshot. Look at the well, factor. I think even if they, if Michelangelo gets close enough to deliver what would have normally been a killing blow on another human or another turtle, another whatever, it's not going to be a killing blow on Bloodshot. You're going to have to well, lower several you... would-be killing blows to put down Bloodshot, even to make him rethink what he would be doing. Whereas Michelangelo, Bloodshot needs one. He needs one kill shot. And to yeah. suggest in any manner that Michelangelo would be able to come even close to putting away Bloodshot and have Bloodshot not be able to get the job done on Michelangelo first, I think that's ridiculous. Well, as far as uh, Steely's uh, run, uh, you were mentioning earlier, um, I, I, the name escapes me of the people that basically captured him. They're with the black mask. Uh, the burn. Yeah, so uh, they were able to basically melt him, right? So, yeah, that, that was Eidolon. Eidolon used her powers, her techromancy, to basically make Bloodshot's nanites destructure themselves and melt them into a puddle of nanites and not hold their form. So um, their, her power skill set, I think, can be replicated with technology. And if it was replicated with how do you know that? You don't know. They, if, if we're talking about in the Valiant universe where technology like that exists, it can't be. They had to take mutants with that ability already and try to har harness that and hone it because they wouldn't try to take people with a mutant ability present like that 
if they could have just made technology to combat it. So to suggest that that would have been the case in some scenario outside <clears throat> of the universe where that technology might not exist, I, I, I don't think that's realistic. Well, as uh, you know, as far as uh, nanites or uh, organisms, you know, uh, technological organisms that are living inside of this bloodstream. So, I mean, any, anything that could uh, disrupt uh, those nanites uh, most recently, uh, of course, uh, she used her powers to disrupt it. But over the course of uh, the years, there's been several instances, not to the level that they did recently, but there's been several instances where his nanites were essentially shut down or turned off for a time uh, via technology. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. I think that's definitely a possibility of something that could happen. But I feel like if we were going with that, we would probably have to go with Krang as the opponent as opposed to Michelangelo. Well, because I, like, I, I don't think, uh, of course, if we're going to talk about the turtles, Michelangelo, even if you wanted to go the tech route, Donatello, but yeah. I feel like Michelangelo of all the turtles, he would be the last turtle that would even, one, consider that a possibility, and two, be able to come anywhere near being able to pull that off before bloodshot would be able to kill Michael. Yeah. I think it would be a similar deal if, uh, with Batman versus Superman, right? Mm -hmm. You know, right. Batman has no chance and you know what going up against Superman, except for, Hey, I know what his weakness is. Um, and in this case, Batman, Superman, you know, uh, they, he found out it via Lex Luthor, but, um, and so he, has to do that in order to fight him to be able to even have a chance. He has to weaken him through the kryptonite. I think that that would be a similar tactic that Michelangelo would have to have to even have a chance in a one-on-one -on -one fight. I think uh, going back to my original argument of uh, way, I would think that he would approach it. Um, you know, that aside, one-on-one uh, -on -one fight, that's the only way he, he survives a one-on-one -on -one fight is neutralizing the nanites at least temporarily to be able to get any edge-wise uh, in there. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think that's that's definitely probably the biggest possibility there. But I think that also heavily, it's it's like that old debate of uh, <clears throat> who would win Michelangelo or Bloodshot. Well, how much prep time? How much prep time would Michelangelo have? And, and I feel like, again, if we're, if we're going off the, the premise of Bloodshot is going after Michelangelo, um, it, I don't think Michelangelo would even catch wind of that before he would be dead. Um, but let's say he did. How long would it take for whoever in that universe to uh, be found by Michelangelo to be able to uh, figure out Bloodshot, who he is, what the cause of his, what the source of his powers are? How would they find that out? And how would they specifically go after Bloodshot's nanites specifically to be able to take <clears throat> the nanites down remotely without coming into contact with the Bloodshot at all during that uh, entire time and without Bloodshot knowing about it to try and disrupt it. Because of course, as, as I'm sure you know, anytime he finds out about something with Project Rising Sun, the Burned, whoever, they're doing something new with creating something involving nanites or recreating Bloodshot, he immediately goes after and stops it within five, ten issues. Um, so it's a matter of how much time would it need to be done and would Michelangelo be able to pull it off? And reasonably, I don't think so. Um, but you know, it's it's. I think with stuff like that, it depends on whatever writers on it. So definitely something for our uh, voters to uh, consider when casting their vote if, with prep time and all that. So you know, definitely, definitely right there. I think prep time would definitely swing this one way or another. It all depends on who has the better 
prep time, so definitely a very key factor in this fight. So, so um, do we have any other points we want to do, or we want to go ahead and wrap things up? Uh, we can wrap it up. I mean, the only point that I had was vote for Michelangelo because that's free pizza. You know, there you go. Well, the, now depends I'm on the pizza. Michelangelo, I could use some free pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the only other point I could even think of making has to do with, you know, the fact of like, again, bringing outside forces in to help try and disrupt um, Bloodshot's nanites. You know, at that point, you could bring in other characters who could enhance the nanites like Wiggins or like Eidolon to make them more powerful and resistant to whatever the turtles could come up with. So. All right. We'll go ahead and we'll go ahead and uh, swing things over to closing arguments where you guys feel free to sum things up and have your final points in. So go ahead, Comic Collector, with your closing statement. Sure. And sorry for the change of scenery. My phone's almost dead, so I had to plug it in. Figured it wouldn't be good to drop out of it now. But no um, uh, I feel like with, with Bloodshot, you're talking about, again, a mix of Wolverine and Captain America and Punisher. And I feel like in this scenario, to even have a feasible fight between Michelangelo and Bloodshot, it would be Bloodshot would have Michelangelo on his radar. Because, um, again, I, I don't feel like there's any reasonable situation that Michelangelo or, you know, the four turtles, depending on the timeline. But, again, I, I feel like, you know, the best Michelangelo we saw was Les Ronas. And, and I feel like taking that Michelangelo, he would have no reason to go after Bloodshot. But Bloodshot... I'm sure there are tons of people that would want Michelangelo taken out. So I feel like when you take that bloodshot, maybe he's been taken over by Project Rising Sun again. Maybe he's been taken over by whatever other Illuminati-esque organization is present within the Valiant universe or in the Turtle Zone universe to take out Michelangelo. And I feel like when you have that bloodshot, you have the pure drive, the animal instinct of Wolverine mixed with the killer instinct of Punisher and Soldier instinct of Punisher and Wolverine, obviously with his uh, hundreds of years of experience in the military, coming out from, from Bloodshot. And I feel like with that Bloodshot, Michelangelo would end up dead before he even knew Bloodshot was coming after him. And I feel like that's the most feasible, mm -hmm. realistic argument. Uh, even if they did come down to a hand-on-hand -hand combat fight, um, the healing factor mixed with superhuman agility uh, superhuman strength, speed, reflexes. Sure, the turtles are, are great fighters. They could take on the Foot Clan. They could take on any other martial arts trained person, shredder, whatever it may be. But I feel like going up against a superhuman super soldier like Bloodshot, um, especially with a healing factor, it's just, it's not even close. And that's without even bringing guns into the mix. Bring guns into the mix and it's it's over before Michelangelo even knows it. Awesome, awesome. Well, very good, very good. And I apologize for my uh, phone going off there in the middle of your argument. <laughs> I was wondering who that was. So I, I apologize. I an epic soundtrack to my final argument. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Take it away, Southern, with your closing statement. Hold on a second. My screen froze. There we go. Uh, so, yeah, my, my, I think my uh, argument has been made. The voters can or will decide. Vote for Michelangelo is a vote for free pizza. Um, just think about uh, Mikey. If you're wanting to hang out at a party, Bloodshot's not the guy. You know, he's white, he's pasty. I mean, who wants to hang out with this guy? Look, you want to hang out with Michelangelo because, as the old song used to say, Michelangelo is a party dude. 
that's my argument. Awesome, awesome. Very good. Well, this is was definitely a fun fight. You definitely, you know, you know, with two valiant guys here, it was definitely a lot of fun. Listen, to you guys, I, mean, I was definitely getting lost there. I was going like, okay, <laughs> you know, I was here. I'm just nodding my head, going, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> so, yep. If you haven't, no one's voted yet, go down there to the link and all that. We'll go about 30 seconds or so, then we'll bring up the straw poll and see who moves on to the finale to face off against either Loki or Sabretooth. So definitely be very interesting fight. So yeah, it's funny how the no matter how hard like you try, like you know, setting the set them up at first the unevenness that ends up coming about, right? Uh, where you get like these fights and you're like, okay. <laughs> well, I try to keep them as, yeah, the, the goal is to try to keep them as evenly as possible for the, for the contestants and then the randomization and all that. So I wasn't going, okay, Loki would go really good against this person here. So right. it was just, yeah, we, yeah, when you have matchups like Kingpin versus Lex Luthor, you're bound to have an odd matchup with whoever moves on facing so much power. So it's definitely a interesting thing. So, all right, let's share the screen here. Uh, where is it? There it is. Get this off. All right. So here we go. This person is moving on to the finale. And the result is Bloodshot 9-6. So congratulations, Bloodshot. So very interesting fight. So Michelangelo put up a hell of a fight. So I guess we only wanted free pizza. Yeah, well, I demand a recount. I, I don't believe in those uh, election results, and therefore I'm not going to hear <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I think Russia was uh, part of a collusion in this, and uh... yeah, there was some collusion. There was some collusion going on. Some yeah. ballots and stuff. But hey, look, I'm usually the one stacking the ballots. So unlike our politicians, I'm not going to throw rocks in glass houses. So, uh, <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, it, it was hard for me not to go after. You know, bloodshot just from the standpoint of knowing his skill set like I do to be able to make a viable argument. And you can say, well, wait a minute, you made a viable argument with Bishop versus Thor. Uh, yes, uh, but it was uh, quite the stretch. So, well, congratulations, comment collector. You get to move on to the final round to face either Loki or Sabretooth. So, obviously, if I had to put my money down, I would bet on one being a tougher fight than the other. But uh, I said the same thing about Michelangelo, and he made it to semifinals. Semifinal, so. Yeah, and I think part of that has to do with, uh, it comes down to a popularity contest at times. Um, when it comes down to it, I mean, and, and I feel like this was a thing when it came to our Black Panther versus Wolverine. Uh, come mm -hmm. down to it, Wolverine is popular. Black Panther has beat Wolverine many times. Wolverine's never beat Black Panther. And it just comes down to the fact that Wolverine's more popular. But, and, and in mm -hmm. this, not a lot of people, Bloodshot's a great character, 
but not a lot of people, especially in mainstream, really follow Valiant, period, let alone Bloodshot. And a lot of people probably just found out there was a character named Bloodshot when the movie came out. And yeah. when going up against someone like Michelangelo uh, and, you know, other super popular characters that are in this bracket, I feel like based on skill set and based on popularity are going to be two completely different uh, <coughs> showing. And, and I feel like that, that can show at times when it comes to stuff like this is people vote mainly on who they know and not who they know would win. So, yeah. Sure. Cool, cool, cool. Well, I look forward to your appearance in the, final, into the championship round against whoever it is. Southern, I am sorry you didn't make it through to the end like you did the last time. You fell just short this season, but hey, you still had a good old run with a character that I wasn't giving very much credit. Oh, I guess that's one of his opponents, but you definitely proved me wrong Well, a lot of things, so congratulations on that. So. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations, yeah. Comet Collector. Yeah, so we will definitely have the other... Say what? And you said you wanted Bloodshot, so you can still carry on in spirit. So. Yes, right. Come vote for you, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we will definitely schedule the uh, semi-finale soon. Hopefully we won't do it on a Kamigori's Monday, you know, so that way I can have you know, more people show up if they want to. And I don't miss Kamigori's too, because I, you know, have to watch the rewind, so, because I like that show a lot, so. But, uh, Stay tuned for the other semi finale and then the championship round coming up soon. So, do either of you have anything coming up on your channel or things that you want to give a shout out to before we go? Comment closer. I'll let you go first. Yeah, since you um, yeah there's not a whole. Yeah, there's not a whole lot coming up on my my channel. Um, I haven't been you know as active lately. At the moment, I'm trying to just catch up on my. Um, but you know, once I get caught back up on that, I might start back up you know my weekly polls and my reviews for those books um you know also might put up some some you know grail holes but um you know it's all dependent. you know just if y'all have any ideas of anything you want to see obviously i have my comics behind me if you want to see those my stephen king wall um just you know let me know i've been collecting vinyl if you want to see a collection of that uh just hop over to my channel and just let me know what you want to see and i'd be more than happy to uh to give you some of it awesome 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 southern so I've got a video dropping every day. Uh, so just check out my channel, hit that bell notification tomorrow since May the 4th be with you. And I'm going live and I'm uh, going to be giving away this black uh, series, Boba Fett. So uh, to some lucky participant in the stream. So, uh, so yeah. Awesome. And I have nothing much going on other than my usual videos here. I am just launched yesterday my 600 subscriber contest video. I have 50, 51 subs to go to get to 600, but it's really easy to get to really easy to enter it. All you have to do is go to the video, enter the comments, hashtag CGC pops. So that way I can find you and then answer the question as a, if, you know, you were writing the character or designing the character of Batman, what would you change or not change? You know, you think there's a storyline you want to see or a costume change that should happen or a character change, you know, it's all up to you. So I leave it up to you guys since partly since um, I'm giving away some pops and a Batman slab. So I'm giving them two winners. You know, one person gets the slab, the other person gets the pops. So it should be very very fun so just you know so 
just uh, tune into my 600 subscriber video for the details, more details in the contest. So, thank you both for showing up or coming. On it. This semifinal was fun. Glad you didn't have your kids earlier. I, I did have the older ones. These can't vote yet. All right. So, take care, everyone. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing safe. Hope you're safe. And until next time, see you guys later. Happy collecting. Good night.